I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to another episode of the Badass Mother Podcast. Today is the final part of my series on traits of my most successful clients. So you might have noticed that all of the three traits I've shared have all been things that my clients have learned or deepened during coaching. Mastering these three things helped them to take what they had already done on their own to the next level. Implementing and mastering these three traits in your life will help you take your current results to the next level as well. Two of my mentors have both shared that the podcast episodes they make are made for their clients. I used to think of my podcast as a marketing tool, like this is content that I'm putting out there to attract and convince my potential clients to work with me. And it is really something that I think I used to think of, a lot of people think of as something for people who are thinking about working with you, something for people who are your potential clients. And after hearing my mentors talk about their podcast episodes being added value for their current clients that they work with, I decided to really shift into making this podcast for my clients as well to inspire them and to really help them with whatever it is that they're struggling with. So I wanted this series to really be pulling out those things that set my successful clients apart, the ones that are reaching the goals that they've set for themselves and give those tips to the clients who aren't there yet, who still want to get there. So I am really hoping that this has helped with that and that it's also inspiring to the clients who are going to be working with me soon and that it's kind of laying a foundation and some groundwork for them before we even get started. While I can't do the work for my clients and make their businesses make money, I wish that I could. <laughs> I do feel responsible for my clients' results in as much as I actually am able to control. So that looks like teaching everything I know in as many ways as I can, as often as I can. All of those things are a part of it, including what I teach in these podcasts. So I often spend time thinking about how I can deliver even more value to my clients to really help them move forward in their businesses. And I designed this series to be another value add. 
If you are a coach in particular, I think it is really good to figure out where you stand with your thoughts about client results. This is something that I spent a lot of 2019 being coached on and thinking about and really studying. And it's something that I talk about with all of my clients who are coaches. How do you want to think about your client results? How do you want to feel responsible or not. Some people are very much like, I'm not responsible at all. And I've landed closer to feeling responsible. And I've chosen to do that in a way that feels healthy and feels good for me. So not in a way where I am beating myself up if a client isn't reaching their goals, but in a way where I think, how can I be the best coach for her? What can I tweak? What can I change? What does she still need to learn? How can I teach this in a different way? And really thinking about how I have influence and impact in my relationship with that client versus anything else. (laughs) I've had all the spectrum of things over the course of my career as a coach of, you know, either judging the client or judging myself or all kinds of different things. And I've really settled on this as the best way for me to address it and handle it in my own mind. So That is kind of the third inspiration of creating this series. I feel like each episode I've kind of shared a little bit more about why I created it. And this is the third reason. Okay. So today's trait, I'm really excited to talk about this one. It is simplicity and having a simple plan for your business. So you want to have that future focus. You want to have that commitment to your business, and you also want to have a simple plan to follow so that you know exactly how you're growing your business, how you're hitting your goals, what the plan is that you can follow. Everything gets so much easier when it is simple and you know what you're supposed to do. Simplicity is something that I'm known for now among my audience and with my clients. And it's one of the things that has been the most transformational for myself in my business and for many of my clients. I think it creates the fastest way for businesses to grow no matter how far along you are in your business. I read two books in 2019 that really helped with this. One is The One Thing and the other is Essentialism. Essentialism, I read in August, completely transformed my business and what I do. So highly recommend both of those books and really encourage you to embrace simplicity. So I'm going to talk about simplicity from a few different angles here. The first one is having simple math. So this means having a revenue goal that you'd like to hit for the month or for the year and knowing exactly your plan to get there. How many clients will it take for you to hit that goal? 
From there, you can work backwards. How many consult calls do you need to get that many clients? How many leads do you need? How many conversations do you need to be having each day? Depending on how your business is structured and how you get clients, you can get super specific here to know exactly how the math works to get exactly the revenue that you want. When I first started, for me, it was all about how many new people I talked to, how many DM conversations I was having, how many times I offered consults, how many consults I did, and that led to how many clients I signed. So as I started to really develop that process, and really get clear about my conversion rates and that kind of thing, I was able to really predict how many clients I was going to sign based on those other things. Having this simple math made my business so easy because I knew exactly the things that I needed to do to make more money and to hit my revenue goals. Now in my business, it's more about how many applications I'm getting to work with me from my Facebook group posts and from my emails. So I really pay a lot of attention to the posts that I put in my Facebook group and really evaluating those and evaluating what's working with those. That is the math that I'm doing. And it's less about the quantity of posts and more about the quality of the posts and really tweaking my strategy in my copy. For other seasoned entrepreneurs, it's all about the ad spend that they need. So my coach is in this situation now. She converts people from a Facebook ad. She has a funnel that they come into of a free training and she sells them on her program during that free training and it's all automated and it's set up where she knows if she puts more money into her ad spend, she'll get more clients out of that process. So making more money for her is really about tweaking and developing that process. And it is really interesting to watch somebody who is further down the road, do that and experiment with that. The way that you calculate your math is going to shift throughout the seasons in your business, but the overall principle is to keep it simple. Keeping it simple is the fastest way out of confusion and into success. The next thing to keep simple is a simple message. This is all about who you're talking to, how you're talking to them, and helping them realize that they should work with you. I'm not one of those types of coaches who has you write out a detailed client avatar where we know her name and where she grocery shops and what car she drives and what shoes she wears. For me, I think the secret is much more about her struggle and what your ideal client is really looking for and what is going on in their own head and you getting into their head. What is the problem that they're motivated to pay money to solve? I love helping my clients get really clear on the psychology of their ideal client and how to communicate with them, how to sell to them in a way that will make them feel great, both my client and their ideal client. 
You've got to be super clear on who you help and how you help them. And clarity goes hand in hand with simplicity. So my simple message is that I help moms make money with their online businesses. Super simple. More specifically, I help them make 50 to 200,000 a year with their businesses. And from there, I can get really deep into the specifics of where they are now, where they want to be, and pull that all into the content that I'm putting out there, positioning myself as an expert in the thing that they want help with, and as the way for them to get from where they are to where they want to be. So having that simple message, really clearly understanding the problem of your ideal client, being able to simply describe it better than they can describe it themselves, this will have them feeling like you get them better than anyone else has ever gotten them before and that you for sure have the answer to help them because they'll just feel so understood. It'll be so simple. It'll be so clear to them. They will read your copy and they will think, that is me. (laughs) I... I had mentioned on a previous um, podcast episode that I have been thinking about hiring a life coach and that I recently decided on who I wanted to hire and have gotten on her wait list. And something that I absolutely love about her is, and I'm not going to probably remember this word for word, but she talks about being for somebody who has done the work and knows there was more. And it's such a subtle thing and it could be really vague, right? But for somebody who is totally where her, where she is targeting somebody who is totally in that category of ideal client, I read it and was like, Oh, yep, that's me. I totally get it. That is who I am. And you are the person who can help me. And I think that's when you really know that you have nailed your ideal client, that they're just like, yes, take my money. I am your ideal client. You are such a yes for me. The next thing to keep simple is a simple client pipeline. So a lot of people call this a funnel, and I think that most of them who use that word overcomplicate it too much with things like value ladders and tripwires and those kinds of things. And if you don't know what those things are, great. Don't bother learning right now. Hold off. I think for most people, especially people who are pre-six figures, it's better to think of a funnel as how you are building a relationship with your potential client. How and where are they first meeting you? Where are they connecting with you to keep being nurtured by you? How are you going to continue to nurture them? What is the tipping point for them to decide to work with you? And what's that process? There are as many ways that work beautifully to do a client pipeline as there are successful businesses and honestly, probably even more. 
Developing your client pipeline is partially trial and error, partially getting educated on best practices, and mostly being really aware of what is best for your ideal client and yourself. I think the simpler, the better. Right now in my business, mine is this. People discover me a lot of different ways. Referrals, guest podcast episodes I've done, ads that I run sometimes, networking that I do sometimes, and mainly Facebook sharing my group with people. Tidying up how people come into my client pipeline is a big area of focus for me in the coming year. Right now, it's really dependent on my relationship with Facebook and what Facebook thinks about my group on Facebook. So this is something that I really need to step into in 2020 and take control over. But right now, as it is, it is working, which is why it was fine for 2019, but this is an area that I really want to be simplifying over the next 12 months. From there, they join my Facebook group and are nurtured by the posts that I write, the Facebook lives that I do, and these podcast episodes when I share them in the group. I also make offers daily, inviting people to the next step, which is applying to work with me. From there, I screen applications, I offer calls, and I sign clients. Simple. Before I talked about, I was meeting people by networking in other Facebook groups primarily. I also did a little networking in person, but networking in general, online and off, was my number way, number one way of getting people into my pipeline. From there, I was first growing my Facebook group. So they were getting invited in there and getting nurtured in there like they currently are. I also often was developing a personal relationship in DMs and then personally inviting them to a call if it seemed like a fit. So it was kind of a shorter process and much more hands-on on my part. This is something a lot of my clients have to transition with and I had to transition with over this year when you get to six figures typically is when you want your content to start doing some of that selling and relationship building for you. And it's no longer the one-to-one -one relationship anymore. The next thing that you want to keep super simple, this one came straight from coaching that I personally received I used to love offering a bunch of different things, and I used to think that that was the right way to build a business. When I first started my life coaching business, I created three programs, and they all went live at the same time, and I even had this quiz on my website that was like how to figure out which one was for you. I really wish, looking back, that I would have kept things simple from the beginning, I also started 2019 with a lot of offers, four offers. I had a group program. I had one-on-one -on -one coaching. I had at one point multiple different types of one-on-one -on -one coaching. I had a membership program. I had a retreat in the works. I thought this was a simple business, four offers. I was like, that's simple. What I came to realize though, is that promoting one 
thing reliably over and over allowed me to get really good at selling that one thing. And my audience got really used to associating me with that thing. Sometimes I notice people who have multiple programs and I have no idea how their clients are supposed to choose which one is a fit for them. It's like they've got a group program and a mastermind and they have similar names and it's like, well, which one's for which person? I think sometimes we are so close to what we offer in our business that we see a lot of subtleties that other people don't. And we might think, oh, our programs are vastly different when really they look very similar to people who are on the outside and you know your business so much better than your clients will. And simplifying it makes it so much easier for them to say yes. Something my coach says a lot is a confused mind always says no. So you want to be really clear, really simple with your ideal clients so that they can say yes. Something else that I've noticed is that the mentors I have chosen to follow who are all multimillionaires got there by developing a simple business with one main offer and then a second offer once they really mastered their main offer. I see a lot of business coaches out there who have many different classes, many different programs, many different offers all the time who are not moving past like the 500K mark. And I know that there's obviously a lot of different philosophies, but this one's mine. And this is also what I've just noticed in my industry, business coaches with fewer programs with like a core program and then maybe a couple things for people after they've been through the core program, the simpler business really seems to be the one that creates larger revenue. When I used to try to set goals for my business revenue, <laughs> when I had all those offers, the math would be really weird. I didn't know how to break it out between different offers. I would be like, well, maybe this many people from the membership and this many people in the group and this many people in one-on-one -on -one at this level and this many people at one-on-one -on -one at this level. It made it so confusing to figure out how I could hit my goals. I didn't know how to break all of that revenue out and how to decide how much was going to come from each program. When you have one offer, it's so much easier to figure out your math and scale your business. When I shifted my business midway through 2019 to just one-on-one -on -one coaching, my one-on-one -on -one client base filled up fast to fully booked within a couple months. And I started a wait list now that I've established that I'm developing ways to deliver my work to more people at a time. I'm shifting to a different phase of my business because I have really built up this base with my core offer. I'm really also taking my time to do it well, and I'm excited to launch it in the future after growing this really strong foundation in my business of one-on-one -on -one work. Okay, so let's recap the reasons for simplicity in your business. 
less overwhelm for you. You always know exactly what you should be doing next to grow your business. And you always are able to see where your work is in your business, more clarity for you on what to spend your time, energy, and focus on, more clarity for your clients on what you do, easier to grow and scale your business, and easier to make changes and corrections to your business. All right, mamas, spend the next week evaluating what is working and what isn't in your business, and then brainstorm how you can simplify. And while you're at it, join me over at Online Business Building Mamas if you haven't already. It's my community on Facebook where I am active every single day with tons of value. To go there, the link is bit.ly slash join mama, B-I-T dot L-Y slash J-O-I-N-M-A-M-A. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business and I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 